Beer Podcast is brought to you by these cool dudes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Red Beard Podcast. This is your boy, Cooley, and I'm chilling with... Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Yeah, man, because he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, man? Oh, chilling, man, chilling. What's yeah, dude. you? Nothing much, man. Uh, I'm just thinking about how much I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy because uh, it was awesome. Uh, dude, you are a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you loved the first one. Uh, it was like your shit. So what did you think about the second one? Do you think that it, um, you know, blew away the first one? Or do you think it was the same? Like, what's your, your take on that? I wouldn't say it blew away the first one. Right. Um, but I think it was better uh, because all the characters were already introduced and we could just jump right into the story and, and get right into the action. Um, I felt like, you know, like the first one was amazing and it and it didn't really have any right to be because like the characters and like the story and all that stuff, like nobody knew this stuff, man. Nobody knew the characters. Nobody knew anything that was going on. And the fact that it came out and you know, broke all the records that it did and, you know, so many different people enjoyed it was was fantastic. But this one had such high expectations. So for it to meet those expectations and in some cases exceed those expectations, um, it had it, it just had to be a better movie. Like and there's no way that it, it wasn't a better movie than the first one. Right. But I also feel like it's a sequel, you know, so a lot of people always wonder, like, oh, is the sequel going to be as good as the first one? Are you going to be able to top that? And I feel like they did, for me personally. Like, I thought this one was better than the first because it was just all around fun. You know, like, yeah, like I like when I had mentioned when we were kind of heading out of the theater is that we didn't have to worry about um, getting to know the characters. They had already been developed. We had formed a relationship with them from the first movie. Um, you know, you basically... Um, become invested in the characters and you kind of already have a sense of their personalities. So I was just, I, I was already ready to go, you know, as soon as it started and it starts off with a lot of great action. Um, the soundtrack is phenomenal um, as it was in the first movie. Um, and I, I don't know, like I just really enjoyed the characters even more this time around. Like my favorite character is rocket. Um, he is just such a funny character, and I enjoy watching him. And the fact that he's a raccoon, I think, is hilarious. Um, and I don't know, he's just voiced by Bradley Cooper, and he adds that layer of sarcasm to him, which I think is really cool. And you forget that it's Bradley Cooper because of you know the way they screw this voice, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I think a big thing for me in this sequel that that really made it better than the first was adding Kurt Russell to the cast. Um, because he's just such a veteran actor and he's done everything, you know, um, then he just has such a powerful presence when you see him on screen. So for me, that was uh, a big part of why I enjoyed the movie. Um, and Don and I had kind of brought up a, a, an interesting reference is anybody that is uh, a horror fan knows that he was in John Carpenter's The Thing back in the day. That was one of his first movies. Mm-hmm. So he was like this alien kind of from another planet that was trying to colonize all these different worlds and planets in this movie, you know, and he wasn't necessarily human form. That was just the form that he took, you know, when he was on these different planets. Right. So 
for me, he was kind of like actually the thing again in a sense. You know, he was this thing. So I thought that was kind of an interesting parallel from like something he's played in the past. So it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I I, um, I love that he was in it, but I mean, dude, Stallone. Oh, that was awesome cameo. That was great. Um, like the, you know, the the different people that they had in there, like Ving Rhames. We talked about that the last time on the yeah. podcast. Uh, you know, Michelle Yeoh, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who was unrecognizable because his character was I, I don't know if it was makeup or CGI, but his character was freaking cool as hell. Uh, it was, uh, Martin X. He was like that crystal, uh, that crystalline yeah. uh, looking dude. Yep. Um, so like these characters were like all really cool and it was just really cool to see them all on screen. And like, there were tons and tons of like, you know, like little things that they threw in there. It was like, you, if you, if you can think of it, then James Gunn gave it to us. Like he, he, he put everything he could into this movie and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that kind of they did, I thought they did very well, was uh, Ego, the living planet, who is uh, uh, Kurt Russell's character. Um, when they show Ego, like the the planet itself, they didn't get like super corny with it or cheesy. It actually looked pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was probably like one of the better looking um, representations of Ego that I've seen, including like, you know, stuff that I've seen in the comics. Um, Cause in the comics, it just kind of looks like, you know, they slapped a face on a planet, but in the movie, it really kind of looked like, uh, you know, just some of the formations on the planet, like the rock formations and land formations and, you know, volcanoes or whatever. Um, it just kind of looked like that made the face almost like, uh, you know, when sometimes I look at the moon and I see a face in the moon, um, like just almost like a, a face with like kiss makeup on. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if anybody else sees that it might just be me, but you know, it, it just kind of felt like that. It felt like there was a face in there, but it wasn't, you know, this like blatant, you know, face on a planet thing. Right. I mean, I felt, I thought over, overall, um, you know, the, just, it was, it was enjoyable in, on so many levels. Um, the only thing I will say is there, <laughs> I think one of the the things that we experienced in the theater was there was one person that was like uncontrollably laughing at everything through the entire movie, which was a little distracting. But even that, in a sense, was not enough to pull me away from the film. I wanted to dump my soda on her. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she uh, definitely was annoying as hell. It was like everything that was supposed to be a joke in the film, even things that weren't supposed to be jokes she was laughing at. It was almost like an uncomfortable laugh. But uh, she was disturbing, like, a lot of people. There was this one dude that was sitting in front of her. He was like, he's like, really? He's like, it's not funny. He's like, you need to get out more. (laughs) 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 Like, giving her shit. And uh, he was just wicked pissed. But, I mean, overall, I I mean, I wasn't directly in front of her. I was a row in front of her, but, like, you know, way off to the right. So I was able to kind of still enjoy the movie and not hear her directly behind me. Um, But it was... um, this is such a damn good movie, man. The action was great. Um, there was something else I was going to bring up that I that I really liked about the movie. Um, oh, damn it. I just had it and I lost what it was. It was really funny. But um, 
Oh, and Groot, dude. Groot was awesome. Yeah. It just this baby Groot. You know, like he added like a really like fun element to it. You know, like this really cute element to the film. Yeah. You know, especially if he was trying to grab all the different shit. <laughs> they can't, you can't figure, you can't grab the right thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Like the intro was probably like the best intro to a movie like I've ever seen. Like the best beginning. What was the, the beginning again? Remind me. Uh, it was Groot. Baby Groot running around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's running right. Around, that's right. Dancing and uh, that's right. Trying to avoid things and yeah, he wasn't even trying to avoid things. It was just like you know, like just pure luck that he avoided like every Everything. fatal accident that could have occurred. Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was awesome. I, I uh, and then Drax like you know diving into the beast and you know saying that he's gonna you know take it out from the inside because the skin was too thick on the outside. <laughs> I must get it from the inside. Drax is awesome, man. He was he was like really funny in this movie too. Yeah, like kind of like a, like comic relief. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there was a picture that I need to uh, I need to find I need to reshow you. Um, Becca, my wife, actually met him, and I met him also. Um, he was here in Providence, uh, Rhode Island, for something a couple of years back um, before anybody knew him from Guardians. It was. Um, some wrestling thing or he was here for and um uh he was at this club that i happened to be at and he walked by me and he's actually i'm six two he was about i'd say two or three inches taller than me uh so he's a pretty big guy Mm -hmm. but uh he's definitely like just all muscle like legit muscle like what you see in the in the film is basically all him uh he's he's legit a big guy but uh a super nice guy too and that's one of the good things is meeting somebody like that. You would hope that they would actually be as nice as you want them to be in person. And he was just like a super cool guy. Right. So, uh, but I feel like with the, with the type of personality that he has on screen, it would be hard to see him like not as like a, a guy to get along with. I don't know. He just seemed like a pretty easygoing guy. But uh, that was cool to actually get the chance to meet him. Uh, so I thought, you guys, I thought you guys would find that interesting that he's actually as nice as, as he would seem to be. Um, but, uh, oh man, yeah, Stallone though, definitely killed it. Um, really small part. I'm w- hoping that we get to see him in like the third movie. Uh, maybe he'll do some kind of, uh, uh, like reprise his role. Cause that would be cool to see him again. Yeah. Probably going to see him in like, uh, a bit role again. And then maybe in guardians four. Yeah. You know, the storyline more than me. So well, it, none of this follows any kind of, there's uh, no storyline for him. Nothing. It doesn't. It doesn't follow any of the comic book stuff um, in Guardians. Uh, James Gunn basically is writing his own uh, Guardians of the Galaxy tale and uh, really doing a bang-up job. Like, none of this stuff was in the comics at all. All right. Well, that's kind of cool then. I mean, it's kicking that much ass and it wasn't pre-written uh, except for what he's actually doing. So, But what I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like Infinity War is going to lay the groundwork for Guardians 3. And then Infinity War, uh, the second part of Infinity War, which is now titled Infinity Gauntlet, uh, is probably going to be the the catalyst because it's, I mean, I'm sure that the Guardians are going to end up on Earth because they've they've talked about including all of the Marvel heroes that they've introduced so far uh, in that final Avengers film. Um, And when the Guardians are on Earth, we're going to, that's when we're going to get Adam Warlock, I think. Who you've talked about a bunch of times already. Yeah, and that's that's who she introduced at the end of the movie. Right. 
Right. When she had the uh, that that big like coffin looking yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that. Uh, what was it, Adam? Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was all, yeah. The post credit scenes were actually pretty cool too. Like it didn't seem it didn't seem over the top. Right. You know, like when they said five post credit scenes, I thought it was gonna be a little redundant, but it wasn't. It actually worked really well. It was kind of like seeing like different sets of outtakes after like a movie's over. Yeah. So and that's that's basically what it was. But it was all these little cool scenes, and I, I thought that was was awesome. So. Um, yeah, man, I give Guardians a, f- a five, like five out of five. Like, I really enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next one. We know there's going to be a third one because that's already been announced. Um, and every single trailer that we saw was like, <laughs> before that movie was awesome, it was like a new Spider-Man trailer with like some new stuff in it. It was uh, the uh, the new Star Wars movie. What else did we see in there? Uh, there was Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah, Alien Covenant. Um Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor. That was the other one. Uh, Star Wars. And I thought there was one more. That might have been it. If there was one more, I forgot what it was. There was one more, but it wasn't like... It was weird. It wasn't... It, it was out of place. It didn't really fit in with like the the theme <laughs> yeah. of all the films that were being shown in, in the, the, <laughs> the trailers. It was... But the trailers that... You know, made a difference for us were were the ones that we just mentioned. Yeah, I think I no, I, I leaned over, <laughs> I leaned over to you at one point. And I was like, "How hard are you right now?" <laughs> because it was just like it was like seven or six trailers in a row uh, of all like awesome stuff. So stuff that we've already talked about and seen. Um, you bring up uh, Alien Covenant briefly. Um, oh, defend! There was a Defenders trailer. Oh, Defenders! Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Which was interesting because that's a Netflix property, and yeah, yeah. I think they're weaving it into a whole Marvel related. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of Alien Covenant, the only update I have on that is that um, there is a couple. There's like another clip and a uh, a a new trailer which has some some new scenes. Um, the film has already been released uh, overseas, and there's been some um, pre-screenings of it. And uh, from what I've heard, people have good things to say about it, which is uh, gives me hope that this movie is actually going to be good. Um, and from what I've been reading, uh, Ridley Scott actually made a statement and said that he um, he's – He's giving away a lot more. Not not giving away. He's answering more questions in this film. People had questions after Prometheus about what was going on, and he says that he answers a lot of the questions that people have, mm-hmm. and that uh, when the next one comes out, everything is actually going to come full circle. So, uh, and one of the other cool things, um, Fassbender uh, made a statement, and uh, he also said that um, he actually doesn't know where the storyline is going. Like after this third movie, um, he kind of just plays Walter and David. And he said that, uh, you know, he treats Ridley Scott like he is actually one of the creators in the movies. Like he's like the story will be told as he releases it. He doesn't ask him any questions unless until he gives him the answers. He just plays what he's handed. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a cool way to do it because if he knows stuff in the future, that might actually predict how he's going to play the character in the present. Right. So – I don't know. There was some cool, some cool things. Some, some more, some more things come out every week. So, um, yeah, May nineteenth. I'm looking forward to that. So, that's all I got on that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, dude, 
you've been watching American Gods. That's come out. Yeah, man. What do you what do you think, dude? Um man, it's probably the best show that's been created for television. I'm going to quote you. It doesn't compare to anything else on TV. It doesn't. Okay, explain that. Why? Um <laughs> So, you know how, like, when you have one thing that <laughs> doesn't look or or behave like anything else that you've ever seen? Yeah. That's usually what you mean when you say it doesn't compare. No, <laughs> I get anything. that. And I knew that's and where that's... you were going with it. That's why I started <laughs> laughing. But, no, I mean, like, like give me an example. I mean, obviously, spoilers, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, give me an example of something you saw in the show that that brings you to that statement. You know, like, is it is it the look of it, how they do things? Is it, like, the way the storyline is, is playing out so far? Is it, like, the acting? Like, what is it about the show that separates it so far from everything else? All of the above. Okay. Um, it, it, it's just unique. It's, it's something that, A, like, I don't know. There, there are things, like, you know, you read a book, right? Right. And the book is amazing. And there are things in the book and you say to yourself, you know, when you hear that there's like a movie or a TV show coming out, there are things in the book that you just know aren't going to make it because it's either either too much or it's going to be too difficult to do or you're not going to be able to like, you know, make that happen and make it realistic or make it believable. And they are doing all of that shit. And like, it's just it's mind blowing. Like it's, it's amazing. And I don't know, man, like I don't, it's cause again, like this is one of those things where because of the, because of the gravity of it and because of how fantastic and how amazing and how, you know, unheard of this shit is, it's like, I don't want to give away any spoilers because, okay. because then you're expecting it. Right. And it's one of those things where, you're not going to get the same reaction that you have unless I see it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like if I tell you that this is what you're going to see, now you're like, oh, well, when is this going to happen? And then you see it and you're like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. But it, it would probably still be like, wow, that was great. He was right. But it won't be the same level of amazement. You know what I mean? I think the one thing that, that makes me want to watch it is uh, something you said the other day. You were like, oh, it's like shit that. Like the first, like every episode is like shit that you would expect to see in like a finale of yeah. a show, you know. So that usually they save all the best shit for the finale. So I mean, if that's like every episode, then like it's got to be fucking good. So, yeah. uh, but it's on Stars, which I don't have, so I'm gonna have to. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, I, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, but I can't tell if it's just because some websites I read are in the U are from the UK. Yeah, because like in the UK, they may not have access to stars or what. I don't know what the the fucking situation is, but I know that it was released on Amazon Prime like a week before it hit stars. But it was only in the UK at that time. I'll look into it. Look at look at Amazon Prime because it might be there Okay, um, on Amazon Prime video. Uh, But it's dude, it's just fucking insane. Yeah, it's it's great. And Ian McShane. That's what I was just going to ask you. Yeah, that dude is that dude is fucking great. Did you did you watch Deadwood? I watched episodes of it. I didn't watch it like consistently. So, but he was awesome in that. Mm-hmm. 
Ian McShane's awesome anyway. I mean, one of the things is uh, is like you forget that, you know, he's also very good at comedy and he was he played Andy Samberg's father in Hot Rod. So, I mean, he was great in that as from a, a comedic standpoint, but he was also in John Wick too. You know, uh he's kind of like the guy who was in charge of this whole Assassin's Creed. Um so uh or, you know, this cult of assassins. So, uh he's just great in everything. So, I can't I can only imagine that he's awesome in this. He's like old man Negan. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I know what you mean. He has that cadence about him, and he has like that mm-hmm. really like uh, unique vocal style to when yeah. he talks. You know, so uh, he's been around for he's been around for a while, man. Deadwood. Then he was he was in Carnival like back in the day too on HBO. So he's paid his dues. You know what I mean? He's. I'm glad he's in a lot more stuff. He deserves to be. Yeah, he he is very 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 good in this shit like okay yeah. all right man i tr- i trust you on it i mean i definitely that's just, i mean just the way you've been talking about it I, i'll have oh, to orlando check it out bloom, uh bloom <laughs> no orlando jones made his uh his debut yesterday yeah i was saying uh, he was in that yeah was he good yeah on episode two it, fucking great okay yeah like i've not really ever was like orlando jones is fucking great <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> he's always been like you know good or like you know oh yeah look it's Lando Jones right it's yeah. always the guy from the fucking Sprite commercial but <laughs> he's fucking great like great okay great great alright yeah man you're really hyping this up yeah dude I can't hype it up enough okay like my level of hypetitude is not enough hypetitude <laughs> it's not enough to do the show justice or to paint a picture of what this show is going to be when you watch it. Like, I I told a couple of friends of mine, like, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to finish that. Fuck what you're watching. Yeah. yeah just, see, yeah, Finagrees. Finagrees, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, fuck what you're watching. Watch this shit right now. Just start it. Well, I'm going to have to check out the show then. I'm going to have to check out American Gods on Stars. When does it come out? What days? Sundays? Sundays, yeah. Sundays what time? Um, Eastern time. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. All right, word. I think this will be a good time to take a quick break and hear a little bit about our sponsor. This episode of the Red Beard Podcast is brought to you by Supply and Demand Investing. Not all investments are created equal. Guys, did you know that the Standard and Poor's 500 is made up of the 500 of the 2,400 stocks on the New York Stock Exchange? Say word. And that the S&P 500 index, most quoted by the media outlets, is a cap-weighted index. A cap-weighted index gives more investment weight to larger companies and incrementally less and less to the smaller ones. Get the fuck out of here. Yet, there's another S&P 500 index that invests in the same 500 stocks equally. The question then is, which of these two indexes do you think has performed better over the past five years? I have an idea. Well, if you want to find out, go to supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. That's us, guys. Supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. Now, Supply and Demand Investing helps compare investments in the hopes of delivering better than average results, whether they be long-term, short-term, or just something in the middle. And remember, like any good sports team, when it comes to investing, there are times to play offense by investing. Investing in things like the S&P 500 and times to play defense by investing in things like bonds, CDs, or cash. So I say go Pats. Go Giants. Pats. If you want to find out, check out supplyanddemandinvesting.com slash redbeard. 
And we're back. Yeah, man. So one of the other things I wanted to touch base on uh, is I don't know if you uh, if you've been watching Better Call Saul, man, but uh, you watched Better Call Saul for a while back, right? I watched season one uh, or most of season one. Yeah. Up until the episode where they were like he had to like find that family that was like that ran away like yeah and he had he had to find them and like I on that episode I stopped watching it wasn't because I was like you know disappointed or anything I just didn't uh you know get back to it yep uh and I plan on doing that but <laughs> when I when I get shows like that where like the longer I go without watching it like the more work it's going to be to catch up to catch up yeah um and the the more shit I have to not watch to catch up on that so yeah. it's going to be like probably during a vacation or something like that yeah, I'll, you catch up. Do it, yeah. I will. I will say, man. I think uh, if you were a fan of Breaking Bad, then you should definitely watch this because it's also written by Vince Gilligan and the creators of that. So, um, prior to American Gods, Breaking Bad was the best TV show that was ever made, in my opinion. So, if so that, you're putting it up there already, huh? You're putting it up there already. What with Breaking Bad, American Gods, episode Two, one. Yeah. Episode one. All right. There's only been one episode of this, and you're already – all right, man. Shit. Okay. Um, Unless they would have to really fucking drop the ball at some point. And okay. if they do, if they do, it's not like I'm going to eat my words. I mean, it's not like I can predict the future. But, yeah. like, currently, the way that As it's going – As of now. Okay. Yeah, it, like, I have every bit of faith in the world that this can, this can be one of the greatest television shows ever. You heard it here first, folks. It's not the greatest. Ever. So – well, there you go. Um, there you, Cooley's Mouth could be the best show ever. On that note, um, we'll jump back into kind of like the whole Breaking Bad being one of the best shows ever. And that, you know, transitions us into Saul. And I'm, I'm telling you, you, you have to catch back up when you get a chance, man. Because, um, dude, Bob Odenkirk is killing it in this show. He's, like, phenomenal. Uh, not to mention... Um, and I, I'm gonna, I don't know his name, but the other guy who played, uh, Mike in Breaking Bad, he was kind of like, uh, yeah, the Mike Airman Trout dude. Yeah. The ball guy. You yeah. know what I mean? He, um, what I really like about this show is not only do we see like wh- how Saul becomes who he was in Breaking Bad, but we also see, um, a little bit of Mike's backstory. You know, like, you know how they know each other, but you actually get to see how he starts working for Gus. He was a parking lot attendant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking great. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, it's just badass because uh, it was the second episode of this third season. We got to see Gus actually come into play. You know, he's working at, you know, uh, Los Polos Hermanos, you know, as the manager. And, you know, he's running like a heroin business. You know what I mean? So yeah. you get to see the, the backstory of that. We've actually seen. Um, the guy in the wheelchair from Breaking Bad that had the bell, we get to see him before he was in the wheelchair and how he's probably going to end up there. Um, but it's just there's so many different pieces of the puzzle that are starting to actually come together. And it's awesome because they they, they obviously reference Breaking Bad so much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm watching the show all over again. Like I'm actually starting to, you know, if there are any questions that I had about like people's backstory, I'm, I'm getting those answers. So it's satisfying on another level. 
Um, so I think if anything, uh, if you guys loved Breaking Bad, you owe it to yourself to check this out. Um, even if you're, you know, you haven't even watched the first season, uh, just jump back into it or jump into it because it, it really is worth your time. If you enjoyed Breaking Bad, this show is not going to let you down. Um, my wife actually didn't watch the second season. She's kind of kicking herself now because I've been talking about the third season, how great it is, and she's got to catch up. Yeah. So um, check out Better Call Saul, man. Bob Odenkirk already won. Um, uh, I think a Golden Globe or an Emmy for it, um, just because he's doing such great work. So, and and this guy is the same guy who you know did um, you know came from Second City, you know, and did theater with people like Phil Hartman and Chris Farley, and he was a writer on SNL. He's the guy who wrote the Matt Foley uh, character that Chris Farley did, you know, the motivational speaker. So he's a very very talented guy in more ways than one. So I'm I'm excited to see where the show's going to go. So and it's only third season, man. I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. So yeah, word, word. Um, one other thing, uh, May 16th, bro. Uh, Injustice comes out. Yeah, which I'm pumped for. Um, I did not pre-order it, but I'm confident I'll be able to grab a copy. Um, did you pre-order it? I pre-ordered it. Got the ultimate edition. Yeah. How much does that swing you? It's a hundred. It's a hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 I honestly, but the game itself is what without all that shit is what like sixty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what is it? What did you get for the extra forty? What did you get for the extra forty with Mortal Kombat? I didn't pay a hundred bucks for Mortal Kombat. Yo, the the ultimate edition of Mortal Kombat was a hundred bucks. Dude, it's, it's got uh, it's got like all the. It's going to have all the same, like, attention given to, given to it, like, as far as, like, you know, extra characters later on down the road, different um, yeah. different um, stages, things like that, uh, that that will come in, costume packs, um, like, all the content that you would end up sp- spending, like, 19 bucks, 19 bucks, 19 bucks, uh, you know, throughout the friggin', you know, course of the game's life, mm-hmm. um, like, you get as you know, the bonus of having the ultimate edition, you just get everything unlocked. Yeah. Not, not immediately, obviously, but as it gets released, as it gets released. Yeah. No, I, um, dude, I don't remember spending that much on Mortal Kombat. I tell you that right now. Like I, I know I didn't because I went to GameStop, picked it up that night and I spent like another 15 bucks or 20 bucks on something. It was the, uh, it was the, uh, the first combat pack that I got like it was gonna like when that came out I was gonna get it for like five or ten bucks cheaper. But like I I think but it was then, like But then how much did you spend on XL? I didn't well what are you talking about? Because you had right? you had to spend money on XL to unlock Mortal Kombat XL. Like 'cause like you, you bought like the the packs as they came out, right? Yeah. Yeah, so instead of spending instead of waiting and spending the money as it comes out and then spending I think you end up spending like ten bucks or fifteen bucks more that way um instead of doing that i'm just getting it all in one shot yeah i don't know i just feel like if 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 i was gonna when i pre-ordered it i feel like with everything i spent like maybe 80 bucks as opposed to like the 60 um but i mean like but uh, then you but then i i promise you you easily spent more than another 20 bucks mm -hmm. over the course of the game's lifespan Uh, yeah you're probably right i mean buying like the extra shit as they as it came out right I, I definitely will uh, 
I, well, I don't know. I'll think about it. I mean, at this point, if I can't get a pre-order, then I'm probably just going to get it anyway. I'm getting it regardless. I just can't wait to, to check it out because there's been so much hype about this game. The gameplay looks phenomenal. The storyline looks awesome. Um, they keep releasing new freaking trailers every day for this damn game. So, um, Yo, the first one was one of my favorite games. I sold my PlayStation 4, and I was going to buy it again on Xbox, and yeah. it just never came out for Xbox One. Right. So I was like, fuck. No injustice for me, and then they announced Injustice Two, and that's I've just been fucking hyped ever since, man. I can't wait. Well, that was I remember that was one of the first games that I played over here, man. Was what uh, was Jim was here, and he was yeah. like, "I'm space British," <laughs> like that was like the entire that was the whole you know thing with that how that started. But uh, but yeah, man, Injustice, dude. I I'm so pumped for it, dude. I just I can't wait because I know that NetherRealm Studios is going to do a great job. And we've talked about this before, but they are still releasing, you know. Uh, stuff for for mortal Kombat, so i yeah. can only imagine how long the the, the shelf life of this game is gonna go for pack coming out dude they've been talking about that for months they're supposed to be combat pack three i, I was i was under the impression that it was going to be in the new year like i was waiting for it to, i was hoping that it was going to come out before christmas and then that didn't happen and then ed boone tweeted some bullshit about how oh combat pack three and then people freaked out and then like nothing happened and then um, I started seeing stuff about Injustice, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe they're taking their time releasing that because they're focusing on, on focusing on Injustice. But no, here we are, cool, like, well, that's what I'm, well, yeah, but I mean, Combat Pack Four. What are you talking about? Well, they they've had three already, like with uh, they they had Jason, then they had oh wait, no, there was only three. Five. It would be Combat Pack Five, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't though. No, they had no the first or one. Or did Jason and Predator come out in the same pack? No, they came out in the in the, in the same. It was, uh, or did they? No, because you had Jason Predator. You had um, no. It was Alien. It was uh, and Leatherface. Alien was the second one. It was the first one was Leatherface, Predator, um, that dude that was like a rock. I forgot his name. Nah, dude, the first one. No, I'm telling you, bro. I re- I can see. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Leatherface, man. Leatherface was like the third one, man, because uh, cause Jason was the first one. Because I remember getting really fucking amped when Jason came out, and I that was like I bought that one. I bought that one. I bought Predator, and then I and then I didn't get anything after that. So I don't have Leatherface, and I don't have Alien, and I don't uh, have what's his name, the fucking Rock dude. Uh so it was, it was. Jason, Predator, The Rock Dude, Leatherface, and then Alien. All right. This is what we're going to do. We're going to look it up right now because we have Google because it's going to drive me fucking crazy. Jason Voorhees, Predator, uh, Tanya, and Tremor. Those were the first four characters. So Um, they came out in the same pack then? All four did. The second one was Leatherface, Alien, and two other fucking people. I don't remember who the fuck they were. Um, it was, yeah, it was, uh, oh, fuck me. It was Alien, Leatherface, Triborg, and Boraicho, the dude who throws up everywhere. Mm. That was the second. The third has not come out yet. All right. We're waiting on Combat Pack 3. Um, and as f- I've heard rumors. These are all rumors. I've heard that they want to bring Smoke back. I've heard it could be Sindel. Um, I heard that they were going to do um, Michael Myers. I heard Terminator, but who the hell knows? So um, 
you know, but leave it to NetherRealm to release, you know, the coolest shit because that's what they've done so far. Like, right. never did I think they were actually going to re- get Predator in the fucking game. I thought that was bullshit. And then I was filming something like two years ago and uh, Jim sends me the link. He's like, yo, go online and look up Combat Pack 1. You're going to lose your shit. And right away I knew it was Predator. And when I saw the the, the, the preview, dude, I lost my fucking shit. Because that was that has been like my dream is like Mortal Kombat and Predator in the same game would be the fucking best game ever. And that's exactly what this game was. Mm-hmm. And then they threw Alien in. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to have to like go in the bathroom by myself for a little bit. And then I'm just – and I can't imagine like what is coming out next, man. So we'll see. So um, – but Injustice obviously coming out um, and they're going to hopefully be adding some stuff for Mortal Kombat XL, you know, with that three because we're still waiting on it. So Word. Word. Um, Nicki Minaj, do you hate her or like her? Yeah, I up until this morning, I was not a fan of Nicki Minaj in any way. I didn't hate her. Um, I just wasn't, she wasn't on my radar. She wasn't anybody that I'm not listening to her. I'm not like looking for her next release. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to see if she's starring in any movies. I, you know, I'm not yeah. fucking can't wait for her new video. Like that wasn't. That's not me. <laughs> like, Nicki Minaj is not my style of, of rapper. Um, well, I will jump. I'm going to jump in on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you uh, explain uh, <laughs> what we're <laughs> about to talk about because this is badass. But, like, I didn't like her either. Um, I think she's – I don't like her rap style. That's not, like, my thing. I think her lyrics are kind of cheesy. Um, I don't like how she gets, like, wicked deep voice for no reason. Like, in her songs, I – think she's arrogant like when she's on stage um i think some of the things she does are a little kind of like i don't know uh gratuitous but overall uh i'm just not a fan but uh what happened today that what what information was released no i mean she was uh she was talking about a contest that she was having and uh she she told you know, her fans that were, you know, in the contest or the the winners of the contest would, would be flown out, uh, you know, to hang out with her or whatever or, or mm-hmm. go to one of her shows. I can't remember what the actual contest was, but um, she literally said, like, mama has enough money to, you know, fly you from anywhere in the world, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> to come and see me. And it's like one of the fans was just like, yeah, well. You got enough money to pay for my uh, <laughs> my, my tuition. college tuition, <laughs> and so she came back, and you know she said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, show me that you got a four point oh grade point average, and as long as I can verify it with the with the school or the university, then yeah, I'll pay your I'll pay your college tuition. You know, I'll pay your student loan." Did you know? Did you know that she did that for like like twenty people? Thirty. 30 yeah she actually was, she actually hit 30 people before she stopped and uh she said that she's going to do more in about a month or two yeah she's going to have another thing i can't even this is awesome yo it it blew my mind i didn't believe it i'm gonna hit her up like when i read the headline <laughs> when i read the headline i couldn't believe that yeah. she was doing it well people didn't believe her and she actually like she got like her like bank statement mm-hmm. and like blacked out a bunch of shit, and you can see all the transactions. Yeah, that she literally paid off like people's like shit. Yeah, one dude was like, "Yeah, I need a thousand dollars for blah blah blah," and she she came back on Twitter like, "Oh, that's it, done. That's all you need. <laughs> it's a thousand, done." I'm just like, okay, wish I 
wish I could do that. I would do that in a heartbeat if I could. Yeah. Um, but the coolest shit is that she doesn't have to do that. And no, and that, and she totally just fucking, it, it's mind blowing to me. I think it's, a. you know what though? I feel it's like awesome. this is something that people should be doing on that type of money. Exactly. You have so much fucking money that you're never going to spend in a lifetime. They're buying Bugattis and fucking yeah, stupid shit. Like just shit that you can't take with you, man. Shit that's not going to leave a legacy behind for you, man. And, mm. and this is the kind of shit that will leave a legacy. Like she did that. Like if she dies tomorrow, she did something fucking amazing with her life. I will tell you one thing right now, dude, is that I like it's unbelievable how something like this changed my whole perception of her like i like i don't i'm not a big fan of her music but like next time she comes out with a song i probably will take a little bit more time to actually listen to it instead of changing the channel just because because she did this i it just i have more respect for her so i might take a little bit more time to listen to her music with before it's just like it's kind of like the persona that she put out Mm -hmm. when she was on stage was like that arrogance and i didn't really like that and i don't know maybe that's like you know, maybe that is just who she wants to be seen as, as, as a stage performer, right? Well, I feel but, like when you're, I think, I think most, the majority of, of people in the industry uh, are going to put off that kind of persona. Like, the rap game isn't, you know, fucking folk music you know what i mean like you don't get up there and like you know sit down and fucking pull your guitar out and take your shoes off like you go up there and you got to have some kind of attitude like to to demand the respect of your audience yeah but then again it's a weird situation because your audience is already coming in there amped up and they're already like fucking you know like they're out for blood and you got to get out on stage with that with and meet that with an equal presence and be out for for more blood, you yeah. know, than your own. But I feel like there's a, there's a, it was like the stuff that she would say when she like grabbed awards and shit, you know, like I just kind of like, I don't know. I don't have any examples, but I remember seeing it and being kind of turned off by it. And I just feel now, um, I don't know. There's a difference though. You, you could be, I feel like you could have that sort of presence, but also when it comes to like an award or, Something like that, you could take that opportunity to be a little bit more humble about it. Yeah, but then you, the, so so the what happens is you end up being perceived as as like fake. Yeah, but look at M. Look at Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like he comes out and like, and he's a tough guy. But then like you see him on like talk shows and, and shit, and he's intelligent. He's actually like, he's very thankful for everything. Like, but he still goes out there and fucking like slays everybody in the rap game. Like he's in, he's ridiculous. He doesn't have to prove anything because he's all, he's in and out of fucking rehab. Like I mean, his fans know that he's real. <laughs> his fans know that he's fucking legit. He doesn't have to. Prove he's anything. in and out of rehab. He has no he has no <laughs> fucking reason to portray anything. Like people know what's up. They know that he's rapping from the heart. Like where right. somebody like Nicki Minaj. You know, she might go home and she might just put on a pair of sweatpants and fucking t-shirt, sit down with a fucking bowl of ice cream and watch HBO. She already admits she does that. Right? <laughs> she admits she does that shit. But you but, know, but it's like when she's on stage and when she's like you know performing and when she's made up, she's in character. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's what 
every rap artist is. Everybody, every rap artist out there is in character because nobody's doing the things that they're talking about in their rap music. Right. They may have done some of that shit in the past, or they may know people that have done that shit or been around that kind of shit. But yeah. nobody's nobody's rapping and making millions and also like fucking gun trafficking or <laughs> or you know it, well except for ti um, yeah but he went to jail for that too um <laughs> that guy's um, met ti i should say he's actually a pretty nice guy <laughs> yeah he you know he's a great guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah i mean yo, know, you don't have to be a uh, a fucking asshole to yeah. like do the wrong thing hey look at uh look at the lead singer of blues traveler dude he got pulled <laughs> over they found like ak's in his fucking car <laughs> like what dude you're saying yeah. run around and hook why do you have AK? he said he was a parent prepared for the apocalypse what the yeah, fuck but, yeah but your boy from blues traveler is like you know when he's on stage he's not super arrogant and shit like that like I don't know, man. I think so he's like. I think the, he lost guy, his mind. <laughs> but, but that's a guy who gets on stage and like he like or like whatever. Like they just seem like they're just really chill. Like they're just gonna go smoke some weed and like fucking hang out. Yo, that guy can play the fucking harmonica like anybody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But he but on the side he collects AKs. <laughs> it prepares for the apocalypse. Yeah, and that's the guy that's collecting AKs. <laughs> like it's the complete opposite of fucking Nicki Minaj. Yeah, right? yeah. But definitely. she she proved herself today to be a fucking complete angel, man. Like I like yeah. she is she is like that's that's real deal for me. Like I that's more badass than anything anybody else could do. No, I dude, I I can't completely say hell yeah to that. It was fucking awesome. So. And, and I would love. For, what would be dope though is if she starts a movement. Like I, I, I would hope that other people follow in her footsteps and do good things for other people. Yeah, I would right? hope so too. I mean, maybe she's trying to set an example. You and know, if more people did that. Like if 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 everybody that had that kind of money did one thing, or or for one day a year, just like hooked thirty people up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world would be a better place. Yeah, a much better place for you and me. <laughs> you would, that was turning into a, a Michael Jackson lyric from Heal the World. Yeah, but but no, I agree with you, man. Uh, who knows? Like, who else? What would you do if you had that type of money? Like, what no, besides pay off? Like, lo, like, like, what would you do? Like, what would be your deed? What would be my good deed? Um, Putting you on the spot. No, it would probably. I would probably have to. Uh, I would probably have to say I'd do something for the community, like probably build like a a, a facility for kids. Oh, to, dude, like, you were just thinking what I was thinking, yeah. To like hang out like after school and, and yeah, and do shit like probably in conjunction with Steambox or something like that. Like, yeah, just like help help out that organization um, because I really believe in what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just yeah, like something like that. I'd have to do something like that just because I believe like kids like need not not i mean college kids definitely but the kids that are in high school now they need motivation to continue Mm -hmm. their education yeah and and stay off the streets and stay you know out of trouble and like i i just want i would want to contribute to that as much as i could so what i would do is something similar but for me it would be um different high schools I, i would uh basically invest not invest but i would basically fund um, their uh, their arts department because I feel like that's the first thing to go and being somebody that like is an actor and is considers to be very artistic and an artist like 
that stuff is just as important as like a math class. Mm. It's just as important as like uh, like an English class or whatever. I think like um, like civics is something they don't teach but needs to be taught again in schools. You know, uh, Richard Dreyfus is a big big advocate for that for civics. That's like his thing. Like civics needs to be in school. There's like a petition he put out you could sign and stuff. But I thought you meant Hondas. No, but Civics, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, Richard Dreyfuss, Honda, huh? Yeah, he's a big fan of the Honda Civic <laughs> with a with a, with a a body kit. Um, but uh, that 2003 Civic body kit, pimp. But uh, no, honestly, um, I don't know. I think um, I think the arts department is very, is very important. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of schools don't have that because they need to cut costs and that's the first thing to go and it shouldn't be. So yeah, if I, uh, if that's I what I would do. did have like more money, like if I yeah. was like, if I was like Trump rich, yeah, right. I think one thing that I would love to do is like, you know, maybe, you know, find a high school or, or whatever and like kind of maybe do it like once a year and like, just give like teachers like a raise out of my own pocket. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like they need, they need that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are teachers and I was adjunct for a while at a college and I'll tell you, dude, like teachers don't make anything close to what they should. Yeah. No you know, shit. They get screwed. Mm. So, um, yeah, they should definitely be getting paid more because they're educating the next generation and those are the people that are going to be running the country. So it's important. But, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's what I would do. That's me. Uh, I'm a big fan of the arts, and I feel like you're kind of in the same direction. So, mm. you know, obviously we're doing this, so that'd be, we're a big right. fan of the arts. It's entertainment, you know, so as fun as it is. So, yeah. Yeah, it was that Spider-Man uh, clip that came out. Did you see that? I did, dude. Awesome. Uh, dude, Tom Holland is a G, right? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know, man. Like, I'm psyched that he's playing Spider-Man because he it couldn't be more perfect for the role. You know, and uh, we haven't really we've seen him in in uh, what was it uh, the last Avengers movie or no Captain America movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was great in that. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Teaming up with the Avengers, that was great to see him there. So I can't wait to just see a full movie of him. You know, um, and kind of how he's coming into being Spider Man that we all love and know. Um, <clears throat> and I just I just like the whole teaming up with the Avengers, you know, aspect of it. Like, we're yeah. just getting to see all these characters come together. It's it's so cool that Marvel's doing that. Like, Marvel is just bringing in, like, Iron Man. Like, you, you get to see all these characters. Like, they're blending into the movies together now. It's great. Yeah. You know, it is literally the Marvel Universe. So, um, but he's he's great, man, in that he had that uh, lip sync battle that we watched. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which he's fucking awesome, man. So I, and I, and I was, you know, obviously looked this up and I, and I think it's, it's worth mentioning. I mean, you can't move like that in a lip sync battle and dance like that without dance experience. And he has a lot of dance experience. Um, and that he, he crushed that because mm-hmm. he has that experience. Like he went out there and he was moving like a chick for a little bit. It was yeah. great, man. You know? Um, and, uh, who was he up against again? Who was that chick? Uh, Zendaya. Yeah. And she she even said at the end of the lip sync battle, as soon as she started doing this thing, she's like, I lost. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you can't beat that. So, Yo, um, like, your boy is Diesel. Yeah, he is. Like, he's ripped. But he has to be for Spider-Man. Like, he's not like, he's not like uh, The Rock big. Yeah. But he's like, that dude is cut. 
Yeah, buddy. I mean, have you seen his workout on YouTube that he had to do for Spider Man? No. Oh, it's insane. He went yeah. through like a similar workout, like a, like a shred like workout that like everybody, all those like you know superheroes have to go through. I mean, like <laughs> Spider. I mean, look at Tobey Maguire, man, as a reference. Like in the first Spider Man, yeah, right. He, he like, like takes off his shirt and then he's all jacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Spider Man has to be jacked too. You know what I mean? Um, so. But he's still got that that Spider-Man physique going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think he has to keep up with that because he's obviously going to be in more than one movie. And he's yeah. got to stay athletic and he's got to stay flexible and have all those gymnastic skills. So, uh, And he clearly showed that in the, in the lip-sync battle where he, like, popped up on his hand and his legs were, yeah. like, tilted. So that's some, like, parkour shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. He's, he's awesome. Uh, and you know what I really liked about the trailer is um is when he he climbs on the ceiling and uh his his friend is in the room he catches him and then you hear aunt may downstairs being like what's going on it's nothing but you see like that cuz you hear tom holland as tom holland in interviews and he's oh he's very british and blah blah blah, yeah. blah, blah. like oh thank you so much but he's really like proper and like you can tell he's like a mature guy but then like when he spotted him he's like he's like no he's like we can't let her in the room because when she comes in here you see how she's gonna freak yeah. out like he turns into that like paranoid like spider-man yeah like and i love that we're getting to see like that scared little kid you know and that's i think what we've been waiting to see as spider-man i, I love that i love that uh his buddy is building the death star yeah it's so great <laughs> it just drops yeah it's awesome he was almost done with it yeah <laughs> the fucking thing was ruined <laughs> So, like, Lego has that shit in the store. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen that. That's going to take a long time to build, man. Um, yeah, dude. It's such a good trailer. And, and dude, I will continue to say it. Michael Keaton just looks like he's going to knock the shit out of the park. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he really does. He's just such he's such a good actor. And I'm so glad that he's getting to play uh, a, a superhero villain. Because he's already played, you know, the superhero uh, portion as Batman. So, right. I'm, we get to see this other... Uh, grand uh, role of his, so it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, Wonder Woman had a new trailer. Oh, um, awesome, I lo- I watched it. I, I liked it, um, but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still worried, man. I'm still worried that Chris Pine is going to be the focus was, of this film. Dude, it was funny because I watched the trailer last night. It was on because uh, the MTV Movie Awards were on last night, mm-hmm. um, and I was switching between that and the Celtics, and uh, they fucking lost. Um, but anyway, um, the, the Wonder Woman trailer, um, I was watching it specifically with you saying that in mind, like seeing like how much Chris Pine was in it. I don't know, man. I don't think that he's going to overshadow her. I, I don't, I feel like he's the, he's the male interest in the movie, but she's, but that, that's my problem is that there is a male interest in the movie. Like Wonder Woman is. It's yeah, but weird, but uh, man, it's yeah, weird. But dude, but but no, but I don't, I don't think it's going to take away from the film, though. I, I feel like, I, I feel like in any scenario, right? Like in any superhero movie, like a Batman movie, there's always like the love interest that Batman has, right? And yeah, it's like you had like Nicole Kidman and and Kim Basinger, who was like hot as shit when she was in the first Batman. Like she was very attractive, and she was a, a character that was worth watching, and, and we were in we were invested in her as a, as a, as Vicky Vale. But um, she didn't take away from Batman, you know. And I feel like Chris Pine. Well, no, because Vicky Vale was probably in the film 
for for less than what Chris Pine is probably going to be. And and I think that Vicky Vale was also the the uh, thing that he had to rescue. Like she he she was the person that was like you know like captive or whatever. So it gave him a purpose to to go after whatever. You know what I mean? Like she she was the MacGuffin. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't. I I mean, I still don't think from that trailer it looks like Chris Pine is gonna is gonna take away from from Wonder Woman. I dude, like, I don't think he's gonna overshadow her. The movie is obviously about Wonder Woman, but the fact that he's there and the fact that she has a male love interest, right? Yeah, but what's wrong with that? It's dumb. Why for Wonder Woman? For, it's Wonder Woman, bro. Yeah, but like she can't have a love interest. Like she's still a she's woman. Not supposed to exactly. See what you just said. What? That's yeah. That's not that's not Wonder Woman though. She's still a woman. That that, but she's she's Wonder Woman. She's an Amazon who lived in the Amazon, not in the Amazon, but she lived with the rest of the Amazons with zero men, right? Yeah, and but it's not like they were they they were without men and they were sitting there like, oh, I wish we had men. Like they were there like fuck men, bro. And like now all of a sudden like she's in a movie, not not. Like, like I'm saying, there's a movie about Wonder Woman. Right. And there's a there's a character actor who is not just some nobody. Like this is a he's a well known actor. Chris Pine is like a geeks like actor. You know what I mean? I don't like, know, dude. Was, I don't think Captain Kirk. I don't think fuck, I, dude. I, I don't know. I disagree. Dude, I don't Captain think Captain Kirk. Bro. Yeah, but I don't think Chris Pine's fucking awesome. I think he's I, okay. I'm not. I didn't say he's awesome. Yeah, I didn't but, say, I'm not saying he's a great actor. He's a geeks actor. I'm saying he's been in movies where people know who he is, and he's getting top yeah, but billing. yeah, but you're also saying he's like an A-list actor, like, and he may be right now. I didn't but say that. Well, you're saying he's a top. I'm saying he's a geeks actor. He is a guy who's going to get top billing in this film because it's a geek film, and he is a. In the geek universe, he is an A-list actor. He's Captain Captain Kirk. Kirk. All right, I guess you know I, mean? I get what you're saying there. I'm not, I'm but... not saying I'm not saying he's fucking Oscar worthy. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he's great at the craft. Right. right, but I'm saying like geeks know who he is. Like he's a he's somebody who's going to draw people to the film. Right, but I also feel like people are going to see the film for fucking Wonder Woman because that's what it's about. And I and right. from from the trailers. I don't. I, I still feel like this movie is going to do well. I honestly do think it's going to do well. Like, dude, Becca's like, I want to go see that. Mm. Like, she's the perfect example of somebody who like doesn't give a shit about Marvel movies, but wants to go see it. And that's the type of audience that it's also going to draw in, as opposed to people that always go to see the Marvel movies. Um, I'm so, not saying she should never have a love interest. I'm saying the first movie that we get Wonder Woman in. It should be as strong a fucking like solo character movie as it can be mm-hmm. because it's, they're the first to market with this shit. But I I think it will be. I like, do. I mean, Catwoman was fucking awful. Elektra was fucking awful. Yeah. Right. I didn't even bother watching those. Like awful. Yeah. So I'm not even. I, I'm not counting those. I'm saying that this is like the first movie that we're getting a true female lead. And the character herself, it's not, she's not just an American. She's not just a, no, I understand a, from that. another country. She is a fucking Amazon who hates men and has been taught her entire life to hate men. And she needs to, now she's got a love interest in movie number one. And, it, and I think they should have at least waited until the sequel or the, the third movie or whatever uh, to introduce a love interest. Or, well, 
Give it a give it a chance first. I'm going to. All right. I'm going I, to. I honestly, because we don't exactly know how all this is necessarily going to play out yet. So I would say, you know, obviously we're going to go check it out. I, I, I honestly really do think this movie is going to do well. I think it's probably going to be the first DC movie to actually do well. well People no, are going well. to shit on it because it's DC. They but, all do well. Well, but I mean... Like money-wise, they all make fucking I, money. That's not what I mean. I mean do well as something that maybe the fans... Are, it's a yeah, it can appreciate instead of shit on it the entire time, um, you know. I I don't see it being a Batman versus Superman, but also I know that fucking comic book fans are sometimes the fucking worst fans when it comes to tearing something apart. Like and they like they I, I mean look, you have a, a comic book character. A strong female character who is is she's awesome. Wonder Woman's fucking awesome, right? And I think that she for me, she proved that in Batman v Superman. I thought she was fucking badass, right? But you know, as somebody as somebody who doesn't read comic books as much, and I know that you do, I can you at least can you agree with me or do you disagree that as a comic book enthusiast they are the most harsh critics sometimes when it comes to translating a comic book character to film. Because I feel like that's what I feel happens. It's like somebody might go in and be like, somebody might go in and be like, oh, I didn't read the comics. Do you read books though? Like regular books? Yeah. Have you ever watched a movie that was based on a book? Yeah. Have you ever watched a movie that was based on a book and been so fucking disappointed because they didn't get it? Oh, yeah. That's what we feel. Right, and but that, and so so in that in that regard, I don't agree that we're the harshest. I I think that there's more of us, and I think that because because comic books and novels are so so different from one one another. Uh, novel novel readers don't necessarily read comics, but comic book readers will read novels, right? Um, most of the time, because we just like reading, right? And 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 so. That's the that's the best correlation that I can draw to, for you is to say think about the a book that you really enjoyed mm-hmm. that you went to go see the movie for and the director just did not fucking get it. Yeah, dude, the entire fucking Alien versus Predator franchise, which was based on a comic book, was torn apart and fucked up. And, and so, so, but but like that that type of shit is what we see when we go to see something like Batman v Superman where the characters are just not who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman and, v Superman, I can agree with you on. And um, uh, like pretty much, what, what else? What else? Uh, uh, Suicide Squad was closer to what it, to what it could have, to something that could have been great, but they fucked up in, in a few different ways. Like in just like the pacing and the way that they fucking put things together and like just the way that they changed the tone of the movie uh, in alternate scenes, and it just like fucking threw me off completely. And then the fucking Ghostbusters ending was was awful, um, stupid as shit. But I, I mean, but I, I had fun I guess, at the movie. Yeah, but I think what I'm saying is, uh, you know, with comic books though, um, and even with Alien versus Predator, dude. I mean, I waited like fucking ten, fucking fifteen years for that goddamn movie to come out, and I knew it was gonna suck going into it. I knew it was going to fucking suck because mm. I'm like, there's no way they're going to fucking do this. There's they're not going to be able to pull it off, and they fucking didn't. They had fucking no name actors in it. I'm like, well, this is going to be a piece of shit. And I tried to make myself believe that it wasn't, but it was. 
and the wor- the second one was fucking even worse. So, but I, I guess my point is is that I expected that to be a failure, but th- just because I don't feel like enough fucking people give a shit about Alien versus Predator, so nobody gave a fuck about the actors in that movie, and no one knew who they were. So, but, but with this pro- movie, that's the you have Gail Gadot though, and you have Chris Pine, and you have big name actors in this. So, and the Marvel universe set aside has been so fully developed that I think DC is trying to put big name actors in this that are also going to draw in the same types of audiences that Marvel brings in. And so they're trying to, they're putting more money into this and they're putting big name actors into to draw in those crowds. So I don't feel like this, this movie is going to be bad. I just feel like, you know, maybe they are changing a couple things to make it more to to make it a a film as opposed to straight from the comic book. Like they're updating, obviously the way Wonder Woman looks. She looks a little bit more modernized. Um, you know, they they're putting her in a modern day setting. I don't. I I mean, I feel like they change some things, but it might not be a bad thing. You well, know, it's not, it's not about changing things like change what you need to change i don't care like they've changed so much in the marvel universe but they get it right they get the characters right get the character right that's all i'm asking get the character right if if they are just if he's just in the movie and he's just another character that's fantastic that's great but if he's in the movie and he's a love interest because Mm -hmm. steve trevor is a love interest for wonder woman Mm -hmm. right but if but if they play it off as a love interest and there's and there's moments in the movie where like you know if if they fucking kiss i'm gonna fucking puke that's how bad it is okay to do that shit in in movie number one they just Mm -hmm. can't do that shit but the the bottom line is like it doesn't it doesn't matter who's doing the movie whether it's dc whether it's a marvel movie like if it's garbage i'm gonna call it on it and until marvel actually took over their own shit like there were movies that were Marvel movies that I shit on mm. and tore apart. It's not that I don't want them to succeed. I want them to succeed, but I want them to fucking do the right things. And I think that the where it lies is like not enough people give a shit in Hollywood about Marvel comics, DC comics, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the reason why Marvel comics does so well is that Marvel runs Studios it. runs it. DC doesn't... I don't think DC actually runs their shit. WB runs that shit. Right. And WB is looking for the fastest fucking way to make money. So they look at what Marvel's doing, and they're trying to emulate what Marvel's doing, just like you said, but they're trying to rush it, and they're trying to force everything, and they're trying to shove it down your throat, Mm -hmm. and it's not working. People are smarter than that, and that's the problem, is that Hollywood just thinks people are sheep. So because this is great... People are going to come and see this because this has got to be great, too. And, yeah, we're going to go see it, but it doesn't mean we're going to fucking love it and give it a fucking, you know, five-star review. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I if you make me go and spend my money by giving me something that I think I'm going to like and then you give me total shit, I'm going to call it total shit. Right. And I, and that's that's why comic book fans are as passionate and as fucking, you know, we get so angry about shit like that. Because the the studios out there just don't respect the material that they're that they're well. That's to what I'm out. saying about AVP. Like I feel like exactly. they didn't give a shit about it. You know what I mean? So I knew it was going to blow. So yeah. why even make it? But um, you know, but you got stuff like um, you know, uh, 
Like, it's kind of like, admit this, though. I mean, like, as, as much as it sucks for me to admit this, like, I'm a bigger fan of, as, as a character, a bigger fan of the Predator than the Alien. Mm-hmm. I think the Alien's cool as shit, but I think the Predator's cooler. So I would love to see a, another, like, Predator 1 and 2 I thought were great movies. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, But you have, like, Predators, which was, it was okay. It was you know, all right. It was all right, but like you, it was entertaining. Yeah, but I mean, like it's not fucking like Ridley Scott Alien shit, right? You know, like I just wish like that would get the same amount of attention. And uh, you got the dude who played Hawkins in the first movie, he's supposedly directing another Predator movie. Nobody's heard shit about that. Mm-hmm. And like, as far as I know, there's not any big name actors in it. So I feel like even when it does come out, it's gonna fucking suck, right? You know, and it's like that's what scares me. It's like. It's like I wish they would focus, put some money into that and make it fucking good like the first and second one, you know, but Alien gets more attention, you know, because you got people like Sigourney Weaver fucking attached to it who are already agreed to be in another yes. one, you know, so it's just shit like that. Like you don't have any of the – she's created a, 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 a such a badass female heroine that you can't – they don't have the same f- – thing in a predator movie you know yeah, like that's Ripley's, what i need wonder woman to be is is oh uh, yeah is ripley. A ripley yeah because ripley never had a love interest well there's except there's, for they, in, in the first one right well there the, was no love interest in aliens no well uh no technically there wasn't but there's always been like that theory that like if if hicks had survived well, yeah, no, I'm not then, talking about theories, but though. I'm the, talking about yeah, you're talking about actual, no, there wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's it was a what motherly I, love for Newt, but that's about it. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what I need for Wonder Woman is to yeah. be that strong. Because like, Ripley is a character that you think of and like you're just like, damn, that was a strong character. Well, then they probably will then. I, I, I don't know. I, well, I, I hope, hope that they, they will. will. Yeah. I hope they will. And on that note, I'm going to say let's, uh, let's wait and see and let's call it a night. Yeah, we, we'll have to... Wait and wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> All right. So on that note, later. Peace.